Welcome back to episode, I'm calling this actually bonus episode 14, because yes, I am still on the avoidance of episode 100 train over here. If you are new and you have no clue what I'm talking about, welcome to the Joy Living Home podcast. I'm so glad you're here and that you have found me. If you are a return listener, you know that I have grand plans to launch my season two with episode 100 on Tuesday, September 6th with a revamp of my website and some new offers on ways to be able to work with me. And I'm really excited about them. And a lot of things are happening behind the scenes to make this happen. One of the major things happening behind the scenes is a whole lot of procrastination. (laughs) But I wanted to pop on here for two reasons. One, I neglected to jump on on August 22nd and do a quick check-in on your 22 for 22 goals, which if you're not sure what I'm talking about. I believe it's episode 36, 37. Scroll back to things that were happening right in January. I introduced an idea thanks to Gretchen Rubin about instead of doing New Year's resolutions that feel like there's something we have to do consistently every single day or we failed and we give up, you know, by February at the latest, that we just have this list of 22 short sort of one time check it off and done type goals that we can do at any point during the year of 2022. And I just check in on the 22nd of each month just to say, how are you doing? You know, how how are you plugging along at those and knowing our tendency to procrastinate and our tendency to sort of need this urgent rush to the end. I've sort of created these mini deadlines that occur each month where you have from the 22nd to wherever the end of the month is to try and get yourself to do two of them, just so you can sort of keep on a pace where at the end of the year, you're not killing yourself to do all 22 in one month, but you could, you could if you want to. In doing a check-in on mine, knowing I wanted to pop in here and, and see how you guys were doing, I kind of surprised myself because I had this sudden flurry of check boxes where I had been really behind before. And I used behind carefully because like I said there is no real deadline until the end of the year if you're wanting to accomplish all 22 and 22 but just this sort of mini deadline of am I keeping some sense of a pace of at all I have a work 22 for 22 and I have a personal 22 for 22 and just to sort of update you on how things are going for me I have completed, and I do a check mark if they're fully completed, and I do this like squiggly line if they're in progress, which I like to see those two because it knows I at least have have started in some capacity to make an effort to get a task done. With that being said, I have 10 of my 22 work-related goals at least underway. Two of them are fully completed. The rest, a lot of them are related to this sort of website relaunch. Then I went to my personal one and I have 15 of my 22 underway with eight of them completed, which feels really amazing. And most of those I checked off this morning right before I hit record, not even realizing that I was working on it. The funny thing there is... I know the reason they got checked off is because I was procrastinating on the, and I'm using air quotes here, the hard stuff that had to do with getting my website rebranded. 
it gave me the idea of popping on here and saying sometimes procrastination can be powerful. <laughs> Not towards the task that I'm procrastinating against, but towards all these other tasks that are happening because of my procrastination, in spite of my procrastination. I don't know, maybe it's this little rebellious streak that you can sort of harness where you're like determined not to work on the thing that you're supposed to work on because it feels like you still have a lot of time, but you keep yourself busy avoiding <laughs> by doing other tasks. And two things I want to take note of in this sort of powerful procrastination that I've been doing. One is I was not looking at a list and going, well, I don't want to do this for my website. So let me look at my other list and check off one of these boxes. Mm -mm. I just got busy doing something, anything. I don't know if it's because I had written it down once and it sort of stayed somewhere in the back of my mind. But when I opened the list today and started checking out, I'm like, oh, I actually did that. Oh, that actually was taken care of. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> There's, I guess, a lesson in that, that things can get done without an active to-do list, an active checklist. And I know that's a dangerous thing to say with our lack of executive fun functioning with our ADHD brains, that if we don't write things down and we don't, if we don't check our lists regularly, we're going to forget what to do. And I agree that we are very likely to forget what we were trying to be working on. But in these sort of, it could happen anytime kind of goals, like these 22 for 22, I think because it was on a list somewhere at some point, there is a greater tendency to actually tackle these things, to, to work on them, to make them happen. Again, I have no scientific research to back that up. I'm just seeing it happen in real time. And I do think that you can harness sort of that procrastination power as well. The downside is I do still have a lot of things to check off on the get this relaunch ready and time is ticking, which means the urgency is coming and that's good. That's very good. But in the midst of the urgency coming, I also have family coming in. I also have stuff happening with my kids school-related stuff that has to happen. So this is where that panic and that sort of, oh, why do I do this to myself every time starts to creep up. We do these things on the regular. And it's funny, I want to say also that I appreciate your all's patience because I haven't been putting out podcasts at the same regularity, but I will be again soon. So thank you for your patience, but I also want to thank you for your encouragement. I've had some great, great notes from you and it's emails and I so appreciate them. But one was was sort of talking with me about this dopamine reinforcement that we get by waiting and pushing through and realizing we actually accomplished it. And so our brain catalogs that information of wait, urgent, panic, reinforce <laughs> the dopamine hit that it was still accomplished. She is right. So thank you very much for that email. We do this to ourselves over and over again, and it seems like we don't learn, but actually it is what we're learning. We're learning that this gives us a high, and so we will repeat it. I'm sure there's ways to work 
through that and with that and around that a little more. But in the meantime, if that's all you have, at least let's not beat ourselves up about it. At least let's understand that our brains are incredibly powerful and are cataloging that there is accomplishment that happens in this panicky rush at the end of a deadline period. Anyway, I feel like I got very rambly there, but I just, I did want to pop on it and say, if you are also procrastinating on something, I, I'm right here with you. Know that you have support. Know that you will get it done. I know a lot of you have kids that have either just started school or are about to start school, and there's that flurry of the beginning of school activities, and it feels like chaos before it settles into some sense of a rhythm, and then all of a sudden you're going to find yourself at home without the kids with a little more time than usual, assuming you're not a homeschool mom or a working mom. Bless you all in those ventures. The reason I always called this a podcast for ADHD stay-at-home moms is because it's what I know and it's because I know how weird that double-edged sword of understanding that you have more time and yet feeling like you've wasted more time. That very specific niche of how do we harness that time is what appealed to me. It does not mean that you're not welcome if you work. It does not mean you're not welcome if you have kids at home. It does not mean that. And when I say stay-at-home moms, I actually, my specific niche was stay-at-home moms with school-age children so that I knew you were going to have these chunks of time to work because I don't address how to work with toddlers underfoot or how to work while you're also running a homeschool. You are amazing and I know you know how to figure it out, but I don't want you to have the same pressure on yourself as those moms who have these chunks of time where no one is underfoot and no one is interrupting and asking, hey, hey, mom, mom, mom. (laughs) So again, all are welcome. I hope you get any benefits from these podcasts and use them in any way, shape, or form. What I just don't want you to do is go, well, she's saying this should work and it's still not working for me. If you've got kids underfoot, grace, 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 grace. There there are seasons of life. That is one of the more difficult ones. I'm going to cut myself off here, get this podcast out to you. Know that season two is coming that we do have a fun podcast season two launch coming with a new website. And I am really, really excited about it. And I appreciate, again, all of your support and the fact that you're here and the fact that you keep tuning in however irregular I have been lately. Until then, continue to choose joy.